Welcome to the Aaron Novello Podcast. Are you looking to master the art of real estate sales? Do you want to level up your business and lifestyle? You are in the right place. Aaron and his guests share winning real estate sales strategies and techniques and show you how to win the inner game that leads to financial freedom. Get ready. Here is your host, top producing real estate agent and coach to some of the top agents in the U.S. and internationally, Aaron Novello. Welcome back, Novello Nation, to another episode of the Aaron Novello podcast. I have with us an absolute rock star, 2 million plus GCI producer, 180 plus units. I've had the good fortune of working with her uh, for about a year now uh, in her business, Miss Christy Morrison, the pride and joy of Truckee. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah, I appreciate uh, the opportunity. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're super busy, not only with uh, a huge real estate business that you run, but I know you also have a little tribe, right? You got five uh, kids and I think they're at the house right now. So um, I always do my best to bring people to the platform that I think can add a lot of value. And I know you definitely fit that criteria. So one of the things I wanted to share with you, because I know this year for you has really been a breakout year and there's various different reasons for that. And we can talk about that. I guess what I'm interested in is share with the audience what you were doing kind of prior to 12 to 18 months ago before we started uh, working together. Great. So uh, I've been a real estate agent since 1999, actually, so quite a while. Um, I started training with the Mike Ferry organization uh, back in 2001 and uh, was really committed to the foundations of learning how to sell and prospect and make calls and generating a profitable business. And uh, I think over the last probably three to five years, probably from like 2018 or so, I really found myself getting into a rut where I was, you know, just really just trying to make as many calls and just be as successful as I could. But I was probably stuck at about doing between like 70, 60 to 70 transactions. And I'm in a second home market. And, you know, our, our markets fairly uh, ha- had been fairly stable. So we didn't have a lot of growth and we didn't have a lot of decline. So I think in a, a stable market, you have to be right on with your pricing else the property won't sell. So you've got to be if you're not right, then you've got to get really good at doing price reductions and like getting that aspect going. So but I felt like I just was not really I felt like I was grinding a lot, I guess. And the grind was getting old. I mean, you know, 20 years. And I was just like, when is this going to be over? Um, I felt like I was on a hamster wheel most of the time, just like running, 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 and just staying kind of sort of the same. And really not having, um, you know, always like struggling with balancing my time between um, you know, hanging out with my kids and, you know, I love being outdoors and riding horses and skiing and mountain biking. And, and I love that part of my life, but I wasn't able to do that. And just like, so relationships and fun. And it, it, for me, it was like almost all work. So I it just was hitting a rut. And I know when we first started talking, um, you know, I was just like, I was over it. Like, I'm over it. Like, how do I stop this? Like, I'm done. Right. And that's when we started working with each other. 
That's awesome. So I wrote a few things down, right? The first one is, is that uh, you were doing, you know, very good business, right? It's a good place to be stuck, so to speak, 67 right, deals. Yeah. And in your marketplace, um, you know, average price point, you know, you were making very good money. At the same time, you noticed a few things. One, it was entirely dependent upon you kind of, you know, beating the bushes and kind of banging it out, right? Um, and you were very good at going and finding people, and uh, there wasn't a lot of kind of energy or effort or emphasis or awareness around trying to create an environment that makes it easy for people to find you. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. talk to people a little bit about that because that was a new yes. like thought process completely. Right. I mean, I just always thought from the time I started is like I needed to find them, right? And I thought that also like for them to find me was a very expensive ordeal that in the end I wouldn't be able to, you know, make a profit. Right. So that was just like my weird mindset. And um, yeah, once we moved from that, there are a lot of simple things that really don't cost very much money at all that bring business to you um, and bring calls in. And I mean, I bet you remember like, once we started implementing a few simple techniques, people were calling me and I was just like, oh my God, thank God. So instead of it hundred percent being me chasing people, you know, it'd be like one to two deals. And that's kind of where it is right now. One to two deals just kind of flow in, in to my business now, which was a big relief. And now I can see, okay, how do I build on that? You know, I, I mean, I, I love, I mean, I'm probably one of those crazy people. I do love like, I love like talking to people. I love finding deals. Like I like that part, but it, it now doesn't have to be a hundred percent of how I grow my business. Now it can be like 20, 30%, right? At the most. That's exactly right. So I wrote down something here, which was interesting is that um, I learned from going to uh, business mastery, Tony Robbins. He says that it's always the psychology of the owner that keeps a business back or stuck. Yes. And, and what you said right. here, which was interesting, which was very interesting is this, you were telling yourself a story and the story was like getting people to find me is very expensive and therefore not profitable. And I don't want to do it. And then one of the things we began to talk about is like, Hey, there's some like either inexpensive or free ways that you can create an environment that's conducive for people to reach out to you. And then once they reach out to you, because Christy Morrison is a rock star salesperson. Now it's just about conversion. Now it's just about, you know, knowing what to say and how to say it. And you got that part, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and as we create an environment, it becomes like you're saying less dependent on the like, go, 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 grind, grind, grind. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and the go, go, go grind, like turns into being like a little more creative. Like, how can I reach out to my clients? Um, and like the whole relationship thing too, because like, oh, okay, well, now I can actually focus on building a relationship with people. And that actually has a nice return with referrals. And it just makes you feel better, actually. So now it's just like, oh, wow. Okay. It's not all about like, who's my next call? It's about like, who are these people? What are they like? What are they into? What are they looking for? What are their goals? And then like how we can share on that, how I can help them with that. And it just is a much uh, more graceful way of selling real estate, I guess. Yeah, that's a wonderful way of putting it. And then talk to the audience about uh, 
what we started to implement and have conversations around as far as those things that are either free or very inexpensive to get people to reach out to you? I mean, the easiest thing is reviews and, uh, right. And, You're and here's what's reviews. interesting. So, and yeah. I'm aware when we started to working together, like I Googled you, right. And I was like, Christy, like, you're such a rock star, but like, I can't tell you look like everybody else. And you, I yes. remember you being on the other end being like, uh, but you're such like you implement things so fast. And once that clicked in your brain, you really ran with that. So, so talk to everybody about that and talk to everybody what the result has been because of it. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I think like with the reviews, I mean, obviously you've got to look at Zillow. I mean, most people, at least here on the West coast, look at the agent online, whether, and I think they, you know, go to Zillow most of the time at Google too, but they're going to like check you out. So even if you're calling just listed, just sold, I mean, I'm finding when you hang up the phone, they're like online, like checking you out. So you just need to make sure that when they check you out, a, you're on there and B, you have reviews. And I think that if you give any good customer service, people want to give back to you and want to give you those reviews. So we're I'm definitely still working on that. It is a work in progress, of course, because again, in my nature, it's like sell a house, go to the next one, sell a house, go to the next one. Like that's my nature, but I'm now trying to like slow down, stop, like this is what's important. And I mean, seriously, once I really started focusing on getting the reviews up again, instantly, I was, I was getting calls from sellers that want to list their properties because they want to list their homes with, you know, people that give good service and, and have the reviews. So that was number one. Um, and then number two, which really pushed me out of my box too, was like videos, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I was doing like, I'd find like, I, I'm doing business updates, um, neighborhood specials. I did a special on like what was happening during COVID and how people were coping with it. But like, I, first of all, I don't, I, I'm not a big Facebooker or anything. I don't even, I don't even like, I'd rather be outside. So like, I don't even really know exactly how it works, but I've been trying, right. And trying to like get on video and I mean, I was so scared to even like send something out with me in it. Remember? And I just, what you've taught me and what I, what I really embrace in my life too, is like, if it makes me nervous or makes me scared, I should just do it, you know? And we're not talking about doing that on the physical world, like jumping off a huge cliff or something like that, which I like too, but we're talking about like simple things like, oh, go interview somebody and post it. Like, Okay. Yes. Why is that so scary? It's not like, go do it. Right. So yeah. just those. And I appreciate that. And I love that because you're, you're being really authentic. Right. So, cause people might look at you and be like, wow, I mean, she's like 180 transactions, like, so like 2 million plus a GCI, she must be fearless. And I'm aware when we first had that conversation, it was like, mm, like, I don't know if I'm cool with that. Right. Or you'd be like, yeah, okay. And then like a week would go by or two weeks would go by. I'm like, you do that yet? And you're like, ah, right. And what I'm aware of is there's two barriers to entry, right? Uh, as you know now, to that. One is kind of people think the technology is like overwhelming and it's not, it's really easy. The second is, is insecurity. Mm -hmm. It's being in front of a camera and being okay with that, right? Mm -hmm. But once you embrace that, like we let the lion out of the cage, right? Because now I heard you mention, um, you're doing like live streams at properties. You're shooting videos around that, creating the kind of that HGTV effect, but just for, you know, Christy Morrison and her team. And 
Um, you're also beginning to shoot hyper-local content for specific communities and putting that to your website, which is going to cause you to start to show up organically when people are searching in your geographic area. And then you're already starting to see a byproduct of that, which is that you know when people Google your area, you're showing up organically in, in the yes. Google search, which is huge, right? Yes. And I think the other thing that you really pushed me on to was um, client parties. And I was, I mean, I love a good party. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, I just was not comfortable with like inviting people to get together. And this was pre-COVID, obviously. Um, and now we're going to do some other things to incorporate that back in now that we're, you know, still in the COVID situation. But like, that was so scary, like inviting, setting an event up, like inviting all my past clients over and you know, my center and, of influence. And, and talk to everybody like what, because remember this goes back to like, it's always the psychology of the owner that keeps a business kind <laughs> yes. of tamped down. Mm -hmm. Talk yeah. to me about like, what was the story? Like, why was that like a thing for you? Like, why was that, why was there resistance? I just didn't think anyone was going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> so the story you told yourself, like, it's a waste of time. Like it's silly, yeah. right? And yeah, yet like, when we did it the first time, yeah. what did you actually notice experientially? people were so awesome. They were like, great. They were grateful. They were happy. I got a bunch of reviews. Like it was a great community event and it felt really good. And, and the two things too, I wanted to say about that is like, okay, I probably invited whatever, 200, 300 people, but like 25 people showed up, but it wasn't just who showed up. It was the, um, getting every, like the intro to it and calling people and inviting them and having a conversation and all of that. So by the time the event occurred, it didn't even really matter. Right. And, and I remember, and I'm aware that that's, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's one of the major stumbling blocks for people is they think in their head, like, Oh, well, what if nobody shows up? But what I'm aware of is that's not really where all the value is. It's part yeah. of the value, right? Where, where the full value comes into play is you had to call them to, uh, yes you know, invite them. You maybe yes. sent a bomb bomb video out to the database to let them know. And yes. then at the event, you have a videographer who shoots it and then you blast that out to people and that's another touch. And then you say, thank you when they show up. Yes. So it's like, you're hitting them multiple different times. And yes. if you do that a few times a year, uh, you know, you're also creating a, a community in a way Yes. Mm -hmm. where, where you're the leader of the tribe and it's, uh, it's good to be the leader of the tribe, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and we, we read that uh, book, Super Fans. I forget who's, who the author is, but that book is magic. And I always refer back to it, actually. You reminded me on our last call about that book. But that's, that's how you create, you know, your super fans who give you business. And, you know, when you're doing deals with your super fans and with their referrals, it's so much easier. Yeah. Just the whole process is a totally different level. Yeah. And for those who may not kind of understand that concept of super fans, the idea is, is if you have like a super fan, somebody who like knows you, loves you, and is willing to uh, like scream from the mountaintops that you're an awesome person, they basically drag people to you. Like, Hey, you have to talk to Christy. Like, don't talk to anybody else. You got to talk to her. She's the best at what she does. Right. And I remember being on a call with you and that clicking in your brain. When I said to you, like, Christy, how many super fans do you need in order to do the amount of business that you want? And you were like 50, <laughs> like it's not that many, right? Yeah. So what I'm hearing from you as well is this shift from solely being focused on units 
And the idea is, of course, we always want to, you know, do more units. At the same time, having that be the only kind of measure of growth and instead beginning to shift to curating like an experience, mm-hmm. right? And that's, a, that's different. It's a different dynamic, right? And also um, a shift from only talk to everybody too, because we were talking prior to off camera, a shift from being only thinking like you exist in the physical world. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned it a little bit with like reviews and stuff, but I'm aware that that was a big mental map shift for you as well. So talk a little bit about that. Oh yeah. So we, I mean, our focus now, I mean, my focus, I guess in my head now is when people think about listing their house up here in Truckee or Tahoe, they they think my name comes to mind. So whether it's um, they found me through um, because whenever they're online through Facebook or Instagram or looking at stuff in Tahoe or Truckee, whether that comes up at, as an ad or, you know, my face pops up or whatever, um, you know, they, they say, well, at least I should just talk to Christy. I might list with my friend over here, but at least I should just talk to her. Right. And in my market, it's small. Like we're in a small little niche market. So it's me, usually me and like a couple other people that what, you know, need to, you know, are, seem to be sort of the experts. And here's the thing about social media, which it just blows me away is like, you get to create your own story, whether it's true or not in your own head or whether it's even true or not, it doesn't really matter, right? Elon Musk is like the king of this, right? Right now with social media, there's no fact checkers in social media, right? You just go for it, right? And I just feel like that is so exciting and what a crazy opportunity we have to just like create ourselves. We're like, oh yeah, I'm the real estate expert in Tahoe and Truckee. And you know, I'm lucky enough to have you know, so much, so many years of experience, but like, so I can use that as leverage, but like really anybody can, you just have to like, it's so simple, like get on camera, start talking, like start being you and use your creativity to, you know, talk about what you know about and what you know best, particularly about real estate. And like, you're there, you're golden. Like people listen and believe you. Yeah. And I, and I love to hear you like speak like this. Cause I'm aware, like, you know, a little bit ago, that was not what you were thinking. I was like, and, no, I'm not doing that. No. Yeah. And what <laughs> I, I find fascinating yeah. is like, you have, like, you actually are the expert, but to right. your point, you know, I see a lot of people on like Instagram or whatever, where the consumer thinks like, oh man, they do so many deals, but me and you both know like, nah, man, they're not doing that many deals at all. But what I'm aware of is that doesn't really matter as long as what's perceived. Yeah. So we want right. you, right, yeah. uh, to be the perceived yes. hyper-local expert, Yes. right? And we want mm-hmm. that to exist both in the physical world and the digital world. Yes. So talk to me about like uh, how, you know, that understanding has been helpful and then what you've been doing in both of those worlds to ensure that that's the case. So when people do think real estate in your geographic area, you have enough mind share which is they're like, yeah, you know, I just got to talk to her. Like, I may not list with her, but I got to talk to her. Yes. Yeah. And it's so funny because like, seriously, like two or three times as we were talking, you talked about like wrapping my cars, which is like putting like Christy Morrison on my cars and my poor kids and family, you know? So now we drive around with like my face on the van, my face on the car. And they're like, oh mom, don't do that. 
but uh you know i'm just like look guys like who cares like it's going to create business for us and then we're going to go on trips and it's going to be fun so and we always joke about it too like if the car's lost in the parking lot we're like where's my face anyway but like so people know like oh christy morrison's here or there or like and what is crazy is like i'll just you know be at the grocery store or whatever and like people I don't recognize will be like, oh, Christy, blah, 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 you know, because they can see my car and they see me getting out of my car. So like there's that instant connection. So it is completely cheesy and completely out of my box. Like that's not like really, I don't want to advertise really where I am, but I'm doing it because it it's what helps me like go through my business and, you know, whatever, it's, it's fine. Yeah. And what I'm aware of too, cause you shared with me too, like you're noticing, like not only do people come up to you, but you're also noticing, like, I think you took, shared with me that you were out somewhere and somebody had one of your hats on and you were yes. like, wow, that's so cool. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just, we saw someone with my hat on while we were in the Christy Morrison van and like gave him a ride. And it turns out he wants to buy the lot next door. <laughs> right. So that was like, so great. So, yeah, I mean, and I think the focus is to continue, especially in our town with like, t-shirts and sweatshirts and hoodies and everything because then when you're skiing or on the hill or you see people with your swag it's awesome right you've got like somebody in your tribe and someone you can connect to yeah it's a beautiful thing and again it really goes to that mind share is making sure that in a geographic area because people's mental capacity they maybe have like two people maybe right. in their head mm-hmm. right i think it probably used to be three but as our attention span gets shorter it's maybe two and I just want to make sure that, you know, you're one of those two and you're doing a wonderful job of that. Now, talk to everybody because you made a, like a gargantuan leap, right? Like this year is a hundred, what are you on track for this year? Like units and income? Uh, I think it's like 186 closed transactions right now. Yeah. But something. who's counting, right? She's like, eh, it's yeah. just like 186. <laughs> and then, uh, and then what does that mean income wise? Uh, I think, well, I know we'll break about, we'll break 2 million. I know I'm going to net over a million, which is very exciting for me. That's always been a goal. Um, and I love how Aaron, you bring this up too. This is like a total mind shift as well as like, first you earn a million, then you, then what is it? First you earn, then you like net, net, then you receive. receive. And like, that's the next level that we're really working on is like, being like the person that does everything right to someone that actually owns a business and actually runs a business and right. Right. It's the opposite. Isn't that the operator and you know, the owner. That's exactly right. And so like that concept alone is like the next level. Right. So that as an owner, you can actually still be very creative in your marketing. You can connect with people. You can do things to move your business forward, but you're not in the weeds of like, did the sign get put up in the lockbox and like, where are the keys and where is this and where's that? And how many contacts do I need to make? You can be like, how many contacts does, does my team need to make? Yes. Like, how do I help them convert? Like how, how, like, it, and it goes to another level. And that is really exciting too, to be like, okay, my first goal was to, it really was to make a million and break a hundred deals. And then after that, I was like, oh, cool. Now I'm making money, but like, I want my life back. Like I need to get off the hamster wheel. So like, that's sort of the next level for me right now is just like stopping the hamster wheel. Like, let's get off. Let's have five people on the hamster wheel <laughs> and I'll oversee them. Yeah. <laughs> right? But I just need to like, you know, really get my life back. 
Yeah. And I love that. And I love, again, your transparency and authenticity with regards to kind of that journey. Cause I feel like, uh, we've talked about this multiple times that business, I don't really think is like an external, uh, game. I think it's like an internal, uh, journey and it's about evolving yes. at different levels. And whenever yeah. I get stuck, right. It's like, I'm being called to evolve. Right. right? And, uh, something that I heard recently that makes me think exactly what you just shared and it's in that vein is that uh my comfort keeps me from my calling yes exactly so because i'm comfortable because you know you do well you're making a lot of money and it's comfortable yes. but it's keeping me really from what the calling is and i know right. you've thought about a lot and you're yes. like okay being okay with this idea that you know because me and you both previously was like hey i want to net every penny i possibly can like i want to starve the business and mm -hmm. i got to net like 75 percent Mm -hmm. which, okay, that works. It's not necessarily that that's wrong. The problem with that is that A, it's completely dependent upon you and B, mm -hmm. you have no time freedom. Mm -hmm. And I remember us having a conversation, I'm like, Christy, like, what do you really want? Right? Cause we have, we're in right. a place where we can create a life by design and you're like, Hey, here's what I want. Here's yeah. what I'd be cool with income wise. And I want to be able to yeah. kind of operate. I want to be able to ride horses and do this and this. You're yeah. still a business person at heart. I know you're like a lioness, like you love hunting. Yeah. So still yeah. having that part of you be alive mm -hmm. and vibrant, but just mm -hmm. requiring less time from you. Now, what I'm aware of is that also requires a shift in thinking. So talk to everybody mm -hmm. about that shift of thinking like, hey, my business is me doing the deals and my mm -hmm. identity being wrapped up into me as the one who does all the transactions versus I'm building something that does transactions. Yes, exactly. And I think it's like what you touched on too, is like letting go of your fear and, and uh, your, your past habits. I mean, I would be like, well, if I don't make 25 contacts every day, like my business is going to go down and I'm not, you know, I'm going to have the slump and whatever, but like thinking, okay, well, what are the various different lead generation systems? And like, there's more than just one way of generating business. And so it is really exploring the different ways of generating business and, and understanding that it doesn't all have to come from me, really. It, it can come from my team and what I'm creating. And that all goes back to really putting the systems in place too. And that's, that's a super challenge as well. I mean, I, that's not in my nature. My nature is to call someone, find a deal, close. Like that's my that's what I like to do. That's like my normal thing. But like now I have to move beyond that. I have to be like, okay, like um, how, once I process a listing, how are we going to like create the relationship and like keep it moving forward? And like, how do I, how do I do, how do I generate business? So they're calling me. So I'm not calling out as much. So it's really like just a simple mind shift on, okay, I don't have to do it all. And I don't have to worry about too, like so a lot of times that I had this, like with my buyer, like getting buyer's agents, like that was a whole new thing for me. Um, and, and recognizing the fact that as long as I'm providing value to my buyer's agents and providing enough leads and deals for them, like they're, they're only going to go on their own if they can make enough money and, and really like sustain themselves on their own. But if they perceive value for being on my team, whether it's through like training and, um, you know, getting the, the, the leads and the conversion. And as long as I'm keeping it, and what I'm finding is as long as I'm providing basically like 70% of their business, like they're happy, you know, they're going to stay. And it's like creating that. Um, I was always afraid like, oh, I'm going to train you up. So you're going to leave and compete against me. 
right? Like that, that idea, right? And yes, that can totally happen. Like, okay, whatever. But you kind of just have to let that go, right? Like, that's a thought that really holds you back, I think, in a lot of ways. And you got to be like, okay, let's create an environment, a work environment that is fulfilling and profitable. And, and we're happy, even though, you know, real estate in general is a very emotional roller coaster kind of uh, deal with the clients that you're dealing with their big transactions and people are pretty emotional usually about their houses and their second homes. But, you know, it's just like creating an environment that supports each other and provides enough so that people are happy on your team and will continue to move forward. Yeah. I love that. So I wrote down a few things here is like one, again, it was just so cool because uh, kind of this goes back to the psychology of its owner. It's always what keeps it back. And those are, I'm yeah. noticing like these three different kind of old thinking patterns. Yeah that were yep. keeping you at that 60 to 70. Mm-hmm. And then once we kind of address them and looked at them and analyze them, be like, hey, is this really serving me right now? And then create being open around them. That's where we're seeing, you know, a lot of this growth is coming from. Yeah, but like I, my mindset too is like, my ta- like, okay, here are the tasks that I'm doing. Okay, how do I get someone to replace me on that task? Like, I remember talking to you. I'm like, I never want to make another just listed, just sold call. I mean, 20 years of just listed, just sold. No, I still do it a little bit because I kind of like it. But no, but seriously, I was like so sick of it. Right now I have this wonderful person. She's my ISA. We prospect together. It's fun. She's amazing. And she's like doing it. And she's awesome. So like what's in my head that's like, no one can do it better better than you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not true. Like you can find great people to help you succeed. hundred percent. So, so like thinking about, uh, Christy Morrison as this one unit and you're doing so many things kind of like the average agent is just like, they are prospecting, they're lead generating, they're going to the appointments, they're the marketing director, they're doing the books, they're doing all this stuff and thinking about, okay, how can I take that and take pieces of that and give that to different people? Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And in doing yeah. so, what I'm doing is I'm creating a machine that does the deals, not me. I have the capacity to do them. That's right. And I'm here to kind of guide and I'm here to, uh, you know, um, coach and hold people accountable. Uh, but it's not me kind of doing the hand-to-hand combat. So this old belief about like, hey, if I train people, they're going to leave. And you're like, hey, that may happen. But what's also true is people are motivated by different things. I think what happens with hard chargers like me and you is we imagine that everybody thinks the same way you and wants the same things that we do. And it's just not true. Mm-hmm. Because it sounds like your ISA, she's perfectly happy to be doing that and to be doing that with you and in the team. And yeah. she sees value in that. Mm-hmm. Where me and you, we might be like, hey man, like I want to do this and I want to make more money, but that's just me and you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think what's also really cool, Christine, you could talk a little bit about this is by evolving the way that you are, you're actually providing opportunities for other people mm-hmm. versus yeah. just like uh, being like a kind of a reservoir where I kind of hoard. It's yes. like I'm opening up and becoming like a river, right? So, so talk a little bit about that and talk about like how that's gratifying to you in some way. Well, I mean, I think it goes on two levels, right? So you with, especially with like the client parties and connecting with people in your sphere. I mean, it's just like, again, like I've said in the past, but that like definitely gives you a better feeling and more like, it's just a more positive experience of being a real estate agent, I think in that, in that sense. And then, yeah, I mean, with my team as well, I mean, I, I think that for me, it just, it's just a, such a more gratifying feeling 
of being able to think about, okay, how am I going to grow? How are, how am I going to get everybody on the bus in the right seat, like moving forward in the right direction is kind of what I've been focusing on lately. And um, it just, yeah, I mean, I don't think about quitting every day now at this point, you know, (laughs) (laughs) which I think is so interesting because here, and I, again, I appreciate your authenticity. It's like, you were like a great real estate agent making great money, but you were not enjoying your experience. And now (laughs) for those who can see if they're watching on YouTube or they can hear in your voice, if they're listening on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, like you're excited. Yeah. You're very much so excited about like the opportunities. You're very much so excited about like learning because what I'm aware of is we're most happiest when we're progressing, when we're like moving towards a goal or objective or where we're learning and when we're growing. And it sounds like previously you had just kind of stagnated. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. And with all of these different things, it's like, oh, we gave this really powerful, very strong human. We gave them opportunities to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. And then you just grabbed it and hit the ground running and it's fun and exciting and you see the results that it's producing. So that is really wonderful. So here's my question to you. So for other top producers out there or whatever, whoever's kind of, you know, maybe you're just getting started or whatever, but for people who are literally banging their head against the wall, keeping in mind that me and you love prospecting. I haven't missed a day of prospecting in 14 years. I don't imagine you have. So I get it that it's the lowest client acquisition channel, but people that only have one line in the water right? Banging their head against the wall, not paying attention to the digital space, not paying attention to like uh, the digital world. What would you, Christy Morrison, want to like say directly to them? Well, I think like you can use fear in a couple different ways. Like if you are present to, oh, I have this idea, like listen to your creative ideas and then go with it and know that if you have a creative idea and you're really scared about it, then you should definitely do it right? Because it's probably a pretty good idea. So like, just kind of like, let yourself be quiet for a second. Think about, okay, I want people to call me for a change, right? Like, okay, well then where does that start? How do people get to get to know where I am? Like as Aaron has talked about, like Google, like if someone's starting to sell their house or buy a house, usually they go into the Google search bar and search Truckee real estate or North Lake Tahoe real estate or Truckee real estate agent or your town agent, right? So just start there and say, okay, well, if they, if I'm on the, if someone goes to the search bar, okay, how am I going to get up in the search platform? Like, how can I even compete there? And just kind of like go step by step, just take little baby steps. Like I did, like go shoot a Facebook video on one of your listings, like just start there, go do an interview with somebody that's um, influential in your town that other people would be interested in. Just start with like, little steps, um, go get a few reviews, like just those little things, you'll see a big difference. And it's, you'll, you're, you'll be blown away actually about how effective it is. That's awesome. I think that's great advice. I wrote down two things like one, be open and two, just start just like, it doesn't matter if it's perfect. It doesn't matter. I can't stress that enough. Like I shared with, uh, today (laughs) while speaking to somebody, I'm like, you know, this podcast that I, that we're doing now and that me and you are on and, and, and it's connecting with people and sharing with a whole bunch of people, which is a beautiful thing. I slept on it for two years. Mm-hmm. I sucked my thumb for two years. I was like, Oh man, like I need the tech or like, Oh, how am I going to do this and blah. And then finally got to a place where I'm like, 
this is unacceptable. I'm either going to find the way or make the way. Cause I know, like you're saying, like when you're quiet, I could feel this makes sense. I should be doing this. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and trusting that, right. Trusting that yeah. kind of inner voice and then just get started. The, the goal isn't perfect. The goal is like just something, right. Just do something. And as time progresses, you'll make it better. So listen, Christy, I sincerely appreciate you. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to connect with you. I know people are going to get great, tremendous value uh, from our call and our time together. And, uh, you know, I look forward to continuing our work together. So if people want to find you, right, um, or they want to refer people to you, how can they do that? Like, where, yes. where could they find you, whether it's uh, on social yeah. or how can they call you? So, uh, again, my name is Christy Morrison, and my website is exploretahohomes.com. And my cell is 530-412-0484. So reach out anyway. Um, text is great too. Text me. Um, and uh, I am Christy Morrison, your Tahoe Truckee real estate expert on Google and Facebook and Instagram. And I would super love, because I'm really not naturally like this, but if you want to follow me on Instagram, that would be so great. You could subscribe to my YouTube channel. I would absolutely love you for that. Really, truly, that would be amazing. So I am on YouTube, Christy Morrison, your Tower Chucky real estate expert on Facebook too. So please reach out. I would just like love to, you know, hear from the community out there. And I think it'd be the coolest thing. That is awesome. So as you can see, she is a wonderful student and uh, is doing a wonderful <laughs> job in getting out of her comfort zone and asking people to follow her and all that stuff. So again, Christy, you're the absolute best. Thank you for taking the time and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Great, thanks, Aaron. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the Aaron Novello Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Aaron on Instagram at Aaron Novello. Happy hunting. <laughs>